The moment came when Jesus Christ died and he breathed his last. The time leading up to it was beyond horrible and beyond anything that you can comprehend. The things that have stuck out to me most, though, was the continually mocking of him. Verbal abuse, vehemently accusing him of things that were not true. The ones who he came to seek and to save were mocking him. In today's scripture, we see this. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour, because the sun was obscured and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had happened, he began praising God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds who came together for the spectacle, when they observed what had happened, began to return, beating their breasts. And all his acquaintances and the women who accompanied him from Galilee were standing at a distance, seeing these things. During the period from the time he was arrested until the time he died, Jesus Christ was mocked. Even the thief was hurling abuse at him. And I know Jesus heard all of those words. And then he died. And it made me wonder, did he hear the words of the centurion who saw what had happened and began praising God? What does it mean to mock God? We tend to think of hurling insults, which is true, it happened. But do you mock God? When the Lord leads you and shows you what to do, when you deny Him, you mock Him. It's just like the scribes and the Pharisees and the chief priests and the soldiers and the thief. They were all denying that He is the Christ. You may not curse at God. You may not hurl insults at Him. But when His Holy Spirit 
shows you what to do with your life and that he is indeed God and you do not believe him, you are mocking him. You're saying you are not the Christ. You are not God. Our Savior suffered so that you may be saved, so that you may have eternal life. And it actually took his death for the centurion to start praising God, saying, certainly, this man was innocent. What does it take for you to give your life fully and completely to Christ? The beatings, the suffering, his teachings? Or is it his death? The death of the innocent one, the Holy Lamb of God, who sacrificed himself for you. As God leads you today, keep that in mind. I know what it's like to be asked to do something that is beyond my power and capabilities. I know what it's like to argue with God. And when you do, you're mocking Him. You're saying that the Creator of this entire world and the Creator of you doesn't know any better. He is God. Here's the truth today. As God shows you what to do today, and as you are obedient to Him, you will begin to praise God. His Spirit within you will rejoice, and He will fill you with power, and the very power of the resurrection. And you will know his love today. Father, take your child and let their words be words of praise today because of how they see you die and come back to life and how you bring life into your child today. Thank you for your purpose in giving your child purpose and power and praise today. Amen.